Welcome back on the night I go back. I am Ben. I am Higgins. Very nice to see you, Higgins. It's been it's been a while. It's been a minute. We've we've had a few weeks off here as we've been as we've been super busy. It is mm-hmm. nice to see your smiling face. Thank you. And I am happy. Yeah, you are. You are a happy. You're a happy, dude. My you got a lot going on. I think my fantasy team is going to win this week. So, so I just um, wanted to start this episode off with some criticism of you. Oh, hey. <laughs> speaking speaking <laughs> of fantasy, uh, so you're you're going to win this week. I just went and checked. You're like looking. Well, really that's good. Not, I mean, I'm good. looking good. Anything can happen. No, I know, but you you have a pretty generous lead, and your team your team is good. I mean, I I hate to say it because mm-hmm. my team is terrible. I'm fucking awful. But if I had to gun to my head, if criticize this is gonna, if this is going to be about uh, the kicker for our Kansas city, <laughs> how did you know? Got, because I was just as upset <laughs> by you as you are. They, 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 they announced it like three minutes before game time. I couldn't do anything about it. All right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. That is you. You just know me. You get it because that okay, is exactly like I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't mean to start. I like, I didn't mean to leave him in there. Believe me. So I like, I was thinking like, do I, do I come in? And like, give you shit about it, or do I just let it go? But you know what? I uh, you explained, and that makes sense. It's a last minute scratch. You can't be on Yahoo all the time. It's true. You're good. But I made up for it. It, it helped that Keenan Allen was out for the Chargers because Mike Williams, who was my one of my receivers, got all the all the looks. So he, I think he gave me fifty points or something. Monster like that day, for, yeah. yeah. And all things so. considered, if you're gonna not play. Somebody, it's gonna. It's the, the kicker. I mean, a kicker could virtually is virtually zero points. It's either it's the like kicker 10. or like one of the defensive players. You yeah, know, right. Those are the exactly. Only two that you can really get away with. So, so it looks like you're gonna win. Uh, my team's terrible. I'm, I I should. I mean, if I was just a little bit smarter about, I benched. Um, who did I bench last week? Uh, I benched Brandon Cooks last week in the in the beginning of the first week. And fi- no, I I'm sorry. I I kept. I benched Henderson from the Rams in favor of. Uh, one of my running backs now i can't like i, I don't want to kind of how phone. it goes though you yeah know, and like... he and the running back that i started got six points and and henderson got 22 and i only lost by five so like i if i just played him i would have won easily there so. were three three matchups were within five points which is pretty crazy yeah. i mean it's nice having that kind of parity in the league and of course there was jeremy <coughs> who won the game and then a stack correction made him lose the game later in the week yeah. which you love to see it you just you love to see that guy squirm Mm, yeah i mean uh <laughs> i don't i uh I, I feel bad okay that's fair maybe it's just me yeah so but you won't get any heat for that i will probably for laughing <laughs> see yeah, you were so, like you were yeah. jeremy's good someone's gonna come back and see like biggins you were so hard on jeremy yeah check the tape it was me it was me this time yeah. seriously check the tape it's all on tape it's all it's all on the tape it's, it's all on the table on tape we don't talk unless it's recorded now. Hundreds of so. hours of you and me shooting the shit. Uh, generations from now will mm-hmm. dig this up and be like, man, I really wish I was alive during this. It is kind of cool if we're if I can be candid Please. for a moment. Please. Like if you have, if you and Jamie, I don't know what, what your plans are, but if you end up having children of your own mm-hmm. or adopting, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. Uh, Who knows? To be able to look back like this is well, this will be saved for, for the, you know, for the foreseeable future be able to like kind of show them, Hey, this is what, you know, your, we did 
growing up. And it, it, I would, you know, I, I think about this too. You're dead on. I, I think about this a lot. Like I would love to listen to like, if my dad did a podcast or my mom, yeah, did a podcast, it'd be so, same. it'd be so interesting to get perspective as an adult into, into kind of their mindsets when they were around our same well, age. Like, you know, I, sorry. Yeah. I didn't no, no, go ahead. Um, like when I'm doing a lot recently and it's mostly, it's, it's not, I'm not doing it to like, to be sad. I'm just doing it just, to, just because is like, I'm going back and looking at a lot of my mom's mm. like Facebook mm-hmm. posts or like posts that she wrote on my Facebook, uh, like on one uh, for like birthdays or like Riley's birthday or mother's day or something like that. Just because now that she's passed, like, looking back at a time and seeing like, you know, what she, what she writes and what she, it's like, it's, it's a way a to stay connected. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And like, I would love to now, especially like I said, after she's passed to be able to like find a recording of her doing anything, you know, maybe not anything, but like, uh, yeah, no, uh, no, no, totally. I mean, yeah. something like this, and it's such an interesting insight into their interests, into right. their relationships, their friendships. I mean, I, I sometimes think about like, you know, I mean, Riley is growing up and at some point mm-hmm. she's going to be like an angsty teenage girl. Then she'll go off and become an adult. And throughout that period of growth, it would be mm-hmm. really interesting to have that kind of context about where you come from, who you are, your father, sure. you know, I mean, it, it'd be such an interesting like way to learn more about yourself and about your, and about your family. So, well, it, it's the, the great and late, Norm Macdonald had a joke mm-hmm. about similar to this saying like, you know, growing up, everybody his age only had like one picture of their grandfather. And it was like a very <laughs> grainy, like the, it, like the, you know, very grainy picture where the grand, where the, where the grandfather looked like he was in a lot of pain and like, it just didn't look like a comfortable photo. Yeah. And it's like, now the this generation is like, Hey, do you want to see what my grandfather did every day for his life for the last 20 years? Cause yeah. it's all right here on Facebook, you know? Yeah. It's, it's- it's- it's interesting, even even absent of something like a podcast. I mean, there's so much shit on social media. Like, right, it's almost unfortunate. Like, it's funny. Like, I'll, I'm meeting a lot of people now through like Riley, like you know Riley's parent, like Riley's friends, parents, mm-hmm. and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and like becoming friends on Facebook. And it's funny, just like to see. <laughs> even I get guilty of it. Like, I'll go back and like look at their Facebook like photos or something from you know when they were because they're my age you know so they'll go back to like you know 2006 when they're on the college and just right. it's funny to see them as that and then where they are now you know and it's and i'm sure they probably think the same if they do it for me i don't know but like yeah. it's 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 funny just to be able to like i imagine like meeting like you know your mom meeting you know m mr and mrs hertz and like having the ability to go back and see what they were like 20 years in the past, you know, like it's, 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 it's wild. You it know? sounds like it's a good way to, cause there's like, when you're first developing a relationship with someone, there should be a little bit of ambiguity and a little bit of mystery. Sure. Yeah. You don't want to learn everything about someone right away because chances mm-hmm. are, you're just not going to like them. Right. You kind of right. need to have a little bit of a buffer. You need to have a getting to know you period. Um, mm-hmm. And social media is going to completely erase that. Right. You're going to meet, yeah. you know, like, like you said, like Riley has a new friend and you're like, all right, let's go check out their parents, Facebook. Oh, okay. Right. They're attending the reawaken America tour. That's made it. Big Larry, the cable guy fans. From yeah. Right. Exactly. It's like, yeah. All right. Sorry, yeah. Riley. This person uh, might've been your lifelong best friend, but I just saw that they uh, <laughs> liked a Joe Rogan podcast episode. So yeah. you cannot hang out with them. They, yeah, they, they checked into like uh, uh hereditary part two back in 2010 <laughs> and i just can't i just can't get behind i can't that. i will not i will not yeah i will absolutely not support that so yeah it is a double-edged sword but i like to think that our future generations um will benefit from 
uh, gaining visibility into you and I having these conversations. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it'd be like, it just, it's something it's as much as it's cliche or even a little narcissistic to say it's leaving a legacy. A it's a legacy. Like, it's a yeah, legacy. Like leaving I'm glad you leaving said it. something. Yeah. <laughs> my lips to God's ears. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's leaving something behind that. It's like a time capsule, you know, just leaving something behind that the kids can pick up and be like, Oh wow. Uh, my dad had a lot of enemies within his own friend group. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like five years you're going to have Riley come yeah. up to you and be like, Hey dad, listen, I just listened to uh, your Emmys episode of the podcast. And yeah. uh, that take reads a little, <laughs> right. you're going to be like, okay, you know what? Just, <laughs> just shut up. I never liked you. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's it. We're done. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so I, it's, it's, uh, it's a good thing. And I think that this is our gift to future generations. That's how I think yeah. about it. Yep. That's what I've, I've, I've always said that about. We should podcast, call this podcast on the night I give back <laughs> because that's <laughs> really what we're doing with the community. <laughs> no. Good. Take okay. Back. So <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, cool. Excellent. So yeah. it has been a little while since we've caught up. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know we've been, you know, chit chatting off and on, uh, you've definitely been hitting that pickleball court pretty hard, dude. Five days a week. That is so. You five days a week, every week. Uh, this week I did five. Last week I did five. I was on vacation last week, so I did I did five. Week before it's been it's been between three and five days a week for the last month, pretty much. Are you worried about like burning yourself out on it? No, it's a really fun game. Like I'm just it's for me. I don't look at it because I I as much as I like to play it. Like I'm not. I don't think I'm. I'm not like. I'm definitely getting better, but I'm not like, you know, good. I'm just, I, wasn't I, just, like, I wasn't suggesting you were getting too good. I was suggesting no, what that. I'm saying is like, <laughs> I, I don't think I'm gonna get burnt out because I don't think I've, I'm not I'm like, I'm not achieving anything, you know, like I'm not like if I, the one thing, if I was like all of a sudden too good to play with the people that I play with and I'm like, Oh, well, why am I doing this? But I'm not, I mean, I'm probably never will be. Do you, so, uh, do you, I do it well for, it's for exercise. And I, and I, is it's a fun way to exercise. Like it, I actually enjoy getting up like I get up early and do it. So like, I enjoy getting up and doing it rather than like getting up and going to like, you know, gym and like run or go to the gym and like do anything else. Do you so. worry that like you as a person and your personality is becoming too one dimensional? <laughs> yeah. I'm making the pickleball uh, pickleball is a character is a, is a character trait now. So yeah, it's like, it's, your, like, people, it's like your whole thing. It's like people who go to breweries. <laughs> like it's like, a, it's just like, it's a character trait. It's, it's a personality. Have you updated your Twitter bio yet to replace co-host of on the night I go back with pickleball player? No, but I, I think that's coming. I might change my head, my, my headline uh, picture from burgers, butt crack to uh, maybe me smashing the pickleball. Wow. So, that's end of an era. I know. I mean, you should change it to your, to that, um, that newspaper uh, photo. Yeah. Uh, I think I will it, yeah, eventually. Definitely. See what I, I what I'm here to do is just get rid of the stigma around pickleball. People think it's like like you tell people you play and people like laugh at you because they think it's like a. Is that uh, true? I get it a lot, and maybe it's just because it's me, and most people just like to laugh. <laughs> they at just me. picture you playing yeah. pickleball. But like it's a like it's a real it's not, it's fun, but it's also it's really like competitive and. You, it's, it's a lot of work it's a lot of exercise it's a lot of side you know side to side move movement and it's it's a good workout and i don't it's it's like for people who say who laugh at this and then say like golf is like it's it's i think it's a lot it's not easier than golf Are you thinking of I mean, it's not specific? harder than golf 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 is no but people it's just, it's like it's a niche thing it's like it's in my opinion it's 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 on the same level as golf like if people who golf are really into golf 
and people, you know, want to become better and, and play it all the time and, you know, claim that it's the, you know, it's this, that, and the other thing, but pickleball in my opinion is the same way. I you think know, pickleball is bet. Like I haven't played pickleball to be fair. And I want to, by the way, we definitely need to hit the court when I'm, mm -hmm. when I'm back, but uh, I've played golf. And let me tell you, I already think pickleball is better than, than golf. Golf is well, like, yeah. golf is like hiking, but you do something really annoying like 18 times throughout right. the hike. And if you're not good at it, like oh it's my God. the worst. It's the worst. I've, like, I've, no gone, way. Golf, I've gone I, golfing maybe it's been under it's under five times. So yeah. maybe we'll call it, we'll call it we'll say five. And it's I've never had fun doing it. Like the only fun part of it is drinking on the yeah. course. Or and driving like even the golf that, cart around. Yeah. But even that, I'm past that age. I'm past the point of like being like having having drinking be the only reason why I want to do something. You yeah, know? totally. It's more uh, of a, it's more of an enhancer. Uh, right. Jamie and I did a cooking class yesterday, a Hawaiian cooking class last night and uh, had a couple of drinks throughout and it was it like kind of enhanced the experience, you know, but I wasn't right. like, man, I'm pumped for the cooking class because I'm going to get so fucking blasted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, pickleball has been a lot of fun. And I, um, it's, it's just, it's, it's fun. Like I'm meeting a lot of new people. Um, Granted, I am still, at least in the the the, the court that I play at, mm -hmm. the youngest person by probably ten, at least ten years. Um, but I think that's part of the fun is like I'm with a whole different group of people. Like I'm in, I'm with like you know, a fifty plus community. Do you still play with the people who introduced you to it, or are you? Now I just played with them here and there. Joe, Joe, shout Joe, out Joe, right? Yeah, show Joe. Happy uh, uh, congratulations to congratulations. Joe. Congratulations. Yep. Uh, engaged uh, to be married uh joe was playing with me for a while but then he got hurt and he he sat so he's been out for like a couple of weeks because he uh he thought he he thought he hurt something he thought he popped something in his knee but it ended up being his calf okay um so it's not Better. as severe but he's still yeah. uh still yeah. nursing it mm -hmm. um so joe plays um the, the girl who introduced me my friend katie she came and played once with us at the place that i play and she was like uh she's like not to, she's like not to be mean but i i i'm better and she is she's really good so like the place that I play is it's, it's competitive, but like everyone's kind of at the same level. Yeah. So she came and was just like smoking the ball at these 60 plus, you know, women. And uh, it, it wasn't fun for her. So she was like, I'm just going to keep playing where I play. Um, and I was like, yeah, to each your own. So uh, at least she's honest. Yeah. She's really good. So like, she's not, it's not even like she's being too like, you know, it's not like an ego thing. Like she is, she showed up and was the best person there. So did you play with Ari um, yet? No, it's our schedules are just never going to match up. If he can't do weekends, like weekend date, like afternoons or days, like I, I play so early in the morning because I got to get to work that like our schedules are just never going to match up. So I'd like to, um, but it just hasn't worked out so far. Well, um, I really, I think it sounds awesome. Um, I'm really excited. I definitely want to play. Yeah. Uh, do you have a, like a paddle I can use? Um, I had an extra one, but I ended up giving it to somebody. I'm sure I can just, find one. Yeah, they're they're expensive though. I mean, like I got I got one that I play with. And it's like it was like 85 bucks. No, I'll figure so, it out. I'm I mean, sure. I know a guy like you, you're you know infinite wealth, but um. Well, I'm also like a gear guy. Like the best part of anything to me is like buying the shit that you need yeah. to do it. So, uh, I'll figure I'll figure it out. But I definitely want to. I definitely want to play. I got to see, I need to see you in action. I need to see the sport in action. Yeah. It's a good way. For well, us I, can, I mean, time. I follow so many pickleball things now on like Instagram that like 
it's it's like my entire feed now is just like pick up like well this is what i'm saying and like is you your know. are you like you're are you like it's kind of becoming like your your thing it's right? becoming my golf like i guess you know it's like the person who goes and golfs like to on the weekends to like yeah i suppose okay i suppose that's it's becoming fair. that and like shout out and shout out to my to emily for just being as supportive as she is because essentially i mean throughout the week i have my i have my own time because she's at work and the kids are at school um but on the weekend, both weekend days, she lets me go for like three hours. Well, I'm Saturday sure she's happy that you're out and like getting exercise yeah. and being active. It's definitely right. healthy. It's good for your mental health because it gives you like an outlet for shit. Yeah. And like, I mean, I think it's, yeah, I think it's great. The only thing I don't mm-hmm. like about it is I'm not, I'm not there to play with you. I mean, that's the one thing. Yeah. And I, and I would, I would love to have you come. I feel like we, if um, I still lived around, I think we would definitely play. The play, the, the park that I play at, like the, with the, the community that I play with, they're very, very like inclusive and like they want to, they, they, they welcome every, anybody of any skill level. And they're always, they're very nice. I tried playing in another court that was not, it was, it was younger. Mm-hmm. So I thought, okay, like this probably might be better, more my speed. And they were just one of those, it was just one of those crowds. Like if you weren't at their level, they didn't want anything to do with you. Mm, and okay. what I enjoy about pickleball for the, for the, for the most part is that how inclusive it is and how like, it's it doesn't have to be like that and if you get the wrong crowd that just wants to play for blood essentially mm-hmm. like it can be it, it it can be kind of not fun right so um my plan is to hopefully get better and maybe one day be able to play with people who are you know because I, I feel like i'm not going to get any better if i don't play with people who are better than me um and i don't yeah. think i don't i'm not saying that I'm, I'm better than the people i play with now because I'm, I'm not by by any stretch Do you but, think they're going to listen yeah, I think they if they knew how to find podcasts, I'm sure they would be listening. Um, you should no, just toss really... it on, bring a radio and toss it on when you get there next time. <laughs> everyone's really nice and it's I'm having a lot of fun doing it. So that's cool. Well, I'm glad that you've discovered this thing to kind of center yeah, yourself it's, around. It, it really has been. It's been like it's been nice to have a hobby, you know, yeah. besides this or besides like, you know, the, anything screaming else. at the Celtics, yeah. Yeah, like it's nice to be able to like be outside and do something where you know you're just actively moving yeah um yeah and hopefully the winter like i've already found some co- some gyms that have in you know pick, pick a ball throughout the winter so hopefully that i can transition to that so that the whole winter doesn't take away my mojo but uh yeah. that's wild yeah. that's some wild stuff it just like was a whirlwind that, for you fastest growing sport in america wow so that's crazy i know i kind of uh, think of it like disc golf where it's like it's like a, an emerging popular sport that has like a small subsection of extremely dedicated yeah. players or fans or whatever. I will say though, and this is not just because I am a, a pickleballer. I think the pickleball crowd is less pretentious than the uh, froth crowd. Or the, you think so? The, I always uh, kind of figure the froth crowd is more like pothead. Like, See, I think it started as that, but now it's, I feel like, I don't know. It's got like, People it's that like I know. Golf. Outside of my brother-in-law, who's chill about it, everyone else I know who's like avid into it is kind of a douchebag. So <laughs> I think there's nothing cooler than when you have those like specialized backpacks and have those. Yeah, they, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's kind of wild just to see where that that that's what it is now. You know, you can't just throw a frisbee into a into a net. Like now you have to have special discs that like you know when the wind's going this way or when the when the when it's angled to this angle like it's it's wild where to see where it's gone you know i will say i played so i've played frisbee golf once uh back in massachusetts 
Mm -hmm. Um, and it was a legitimate, like big 18 hole course. And it was like in the woods and it was actually really cool. Like it was like doing a hike. Yeah. It's, and yeah, it's like, yeah. Well, if, like you say golf is like hiking. I think Frisbee go or whatever. It's, it's like the same. It's, like kind of the same it's, the, it's more like hiking with, with a, an activity included. Yeah. Except, so. except I like doing the activity for Frisbee golf and I don't like doing the activity. For, it's so fucking hitting a golf ball. Like what? Like, it's so hard. How can anyone so, do like, that? All the credit in the world to people who can do it and can do it well because it's really no, hard. No, I don't give them any credit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Uh, good. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So, Frisbee or um, Pickleball. Very cool. Your new thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what else is new for me? So, to go, to go back on uh, – We'll be discussing earlier about Joe getting engaged. Yep. He, so um, I, I will break the news. He oh, has okay. asked you to be, <laughs> yeah, why would it, why should it be me to officiate his <laughs> wedding? <laughs> Stole your thunder there. Um, yeah. And frankly, I can't think of a better man for the job. Yeah. And I'm really excited. I'm very honored by, by it. And I, um, does he, he doesn't, <clears> listen. he does. Does he? Oh, what's up, <clears> Joe? <throat> Shout out, Joe. Congratulations. Um, well, he listens sometimes. Maybe, I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I'm very honored by it and I hope I do a good job. Um, I've started like kind of writing something here and there just to kind of like get ahead of it. Cause I mean, I think they're, they haven't even set a date yet. So, I mean, it could be, I know what the time, the time frame that they want, but I don't know if that's, if that's official yet. So I have some time, I have over a year to figure this out. Um, but I'm just trying to do it where I don't want to, like, I want to do it without being, I, I want to be professional about it and I want to be, you know, I don't want to, I don't want it to be like a, like a roast or anything like that. But at the same time, I don't want to just get it. I just, it's kind of a waste to just stand up there and, and repeat the same stuff that like a justice of the peace would say. There's a balance. Yeah. I think you're approaching yeah. it the right way. There's like a, you know, you want to be well, and you need, to, it needs to be reflective of the pe- of the people getting married too. Right. right. And Joe and Ange are, very unique people. They're very, Mm -hmm. they're very, they have big personalities, right? So Mm -hmm. you want to ideally reflect that, but you don't want, it's not like, it's not even like a best man speech where there's almost a little bit of an expectation that it will walk the line a little bit. Like Mm -hmm. you don't, you don't necessarily want to do that. You want to keep it a little more formal but you right i want to keep it by the book but like chime in yeah like things here and there be like well i think you're approaching it the right way i think you're i think i I do want to reach out to jamie at some point and kind of pick her brain because i know she did this for you know ryan and ashley um and i feel like she kind of didn't really stick to the script i feel like she did her own thing and yeah and she definitely like she was very deliberate about everything she did Mm -hmm. what you're doing she like prepared for a long time and gave it a lot of thought and stuff and um yeah i'm sure she'd be happy to to talk to you about it i would give you advice but i've never been asked to do something like well hey shout shout out jeremy yes this could be the i think well i think yeah it's it's tough because who do you if you who do you ask right because it's it's like you want the you want someone that you feel close with to do it right but also it's like if you want if you're close with that person you kind of want them apart you want them in the wedding so it's like a tough balance to like well but i know? don't think it's i was thinking about this after you texted us and you were you and we were chatting about it i don't think being a groomsman and being the officiant are mutually exclusive no you probably not yeah probably not right no. i mean the groomsman i mean you think about okay what does the groomsman do they sit up there in a line next to the groom when he's getting married but that's only a small like one small part of what yeah if you're not a the groomsman's best man, response then. Right, exactly. Like you, you know, 
groomsmen are more about before the wedding, during the wedding, after the wedding than it is about. So even if you're not there sitting with the rest of the groomsmen, you can still be a groomsman and also officiate. So I don't know if they're necessarily mutually exclusive. Right. Um, but I think it is, like you said, a nice way to honor someone who might not necessarily sure. be in that echelon. Right. And I feel, I feel, like I said, I feel, if anything, I'm very honored by it and I'm very humbled by it. And I, and I just want to do a good job. Um, and so, like you said, yeah. it's a great way to kind of be involved in the wedding without have having to, pay, to not have to pay buy, a ton like, of money for exactly yeah. <laughs> right buy the tux and and rent well, it's, and, we're, i was going to be involved anyway um just because riley has already been riley was going to be the it's the flower girl uh i feel like my girl they, charlotte's really getting the well, i was gonna really, say if they if they get married they got to do it soon because she's riley's starting to age out of the of the flower girl game uh, <laughs> she's gonna know, be like texting on her phone walking yeah down. she's gonna be, yeah <laughs> she's exactly she's gonna she has to like get her shift covered at work to be able to be a flower girl now um but no, well, I so, think Charlotte's yeah, it, got the stuff, Joe. If you're listening, I, you know, I understand you have you're partial to Riley, but uh, you know, I think Charlotte's got the stuff. Well, this is this is a, this makes it easier though too because, you know, having Riley's no no big deal. Riley's been the flower girl in three other weddings so far. That isn't a big deal. And uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> and two of the weddings, neither Emily or I have been a part of it. Uh huh um but you kind of have just, to like walk her down right i mean well, no you don't have to walk her down she's she's big enough to well i guess now she that. is now she is but yeah. now but it's it's not it wasn't really fun so the cup the weddings that that she's been a flower girl at where we haven't been in the weddings it's like we still have to show up because she's only six like we still have to show up for all the the wedding stuff for all the pre-ceremony stuff like show up at the show up at the rehearsal dinner show up we have to like dedicate our time for to it but not we're not in the wedding ourselves. So it's like, right. we're in that weird group of like, we're there, but we're not a part of the wedding. Um, so this is, this will be nice in the sense that like, I'll be there. She'll be there. Like, it'll be more of like a family atmosphere. Right. So. Right. Yep. No, I think that's great. I think it'll be a lot of fun. And knowing Joe, it's going to be a fucking bash. Oh, it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be, I don't know what their budget is or where their, where their numbers are. It'll be but fun. I think, it's about the people though. It, no, you know? what it's I'm saying about... is like if, if they have like, you know, oh, if I they see. have like, car blanche to whatever right, they okay, want to yeah, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah. could be, it's going to get real, real, real ugly in a good way. Um, yeah. Because ugly they both have way. a lot of, they both have a lot of friends and they both have, especially Joe have a lot of uh, uh, crazy, crazy family. friends that are, yeah, yeah that are going to, yeah gonna tear the roof off of whatever yeah, place that's gonna be crazy we go so well, i'm looking forward to it don't volunteer to host the reception no <laughs> <laughs> good okay mazel tov, joe very cool so how's work going works good, good. um same as it's always Just been i guess consistent I which is good. yeah i travel next week um for the whole week i'm going down to the, like the main corporate office in memphis to do cool. some uh, training and like and and stuff like that. And you are uh, not taking the cargo plane. I am not taking the cargo plane. Not flying jump seat like 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 our boy Tommy Hanks. You're not. Yeah, uh, you're, you're not. Cast I away. am. No, but my boss was like really pushing. She's like, it's a cool, really cool experience. You should definitely try it. And I was like, eh, maybe, but not right now. Have um, you even seen Castaway Lady? <laughs> yeah, like it's it's terrifying. It's like the idea of it is terrifying to me. To be fair, um, he loses a lot of weight. He looks good by the end. I mean, yeah. So the, yeah. So that's the give and take. It's like like it was like a couple of years ago when when yeah, Cadoba was having yeah was, when Cadoba was having that that e coli or was it Chipotle was having Chipotle, the E. coli yeah. outbreak. I was like, well, mm. I mean, worst case scenario, <laughs> great. I lose a ton of weight. I'm going to so, look awesome. Like, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah smart. Body yeah, by E. coli. You got to yeah, um, exactly. You got to look at the whole picture when you're considering that kind of thing. Uh, but no, so no, I'm I'm flying regular uh, commercial um, down there. Um, it's just this is gonna be my first time staying for, at a, in any anywhere for a week by myself. Like it's um like not nervous. Nervous is not the right word, but I'm like it's gonna be like the first time like going. Like I'm, because I want to go see Beale Street, because that's like obviously someplace mm. I want to see. Do you have weird friends just, like, that are gonna be there? Like... No, so that's the annoying part. Like, it's, I, I everyone that's been that was CC'd on the email, you know, inviting them down for this training. I like was nobody that wasn't that I know. And the, the cool part of it is of it is, and I've checked my, I, I you know checked on these emails and the people from like all over the country. It's because yeah. it's like you know cool. it's it's a new it's new managers that were hired or promoted from all over the country. So like there's people from Mississippi. Well, and you all have something in common. You all have something to talk about. So like, it'll be cool. It's a good networking experience. And like, it's cool to like meet people from like all walks of the country and see what, you know, what their situations are like, or like, I think that sounds cool. I I like, I like traveling for work. If I have to do it too much in one, too much at once, like a trip and then a trip and then a trip or like even two in a row, it gets to be a lot, but like every now and then spending a few days doing your thing and, it is new experiences, right? I mean, you're going right. to a place you've ne- uh, never been to or haven't spent a lot of time at. And... No, I think I had a layover in Memphis once. Yeah, but yeah. Never, There's never, a cool, uh... bunch of cool stuff there. Good food, yeah. you know, barbecue. You got to eat. Some That's barbecue. what I'm looking forward to the most. Yeah, just eating totally, because uh, totally. the trip is pretty much covered. Like I, you know, I get a per diem and stuff yeah, like that. So yeah. like, I don't. I'm not planning on spending any money of my own. Yeah. No, you're um, basically yeah. That's another nice thing about working, uh, traveling from work is you basically live for free for a week. Right. Um, no, it's gonna be fun. And yeah, you said that's. This it's week? the last week of September. So okay, next. Uh, so I leave. I leave a week after. today. I leave a week okay, from today. Got it. Got it. Okay, um, cool. and then I come back the Friday or Saturday, the following Friday or Saturday, and then yeah, then it's uh, October, and then it's both, October. That's when it's when it starts to gear up. So, yep. yep. Oh and yeah. We're going to be seeing each other. I I hope. Um, yes, I hope soon. so too. Yeah. So I'm coming for work uh, the second week in October through the third week in October. Um, I'm only doing, I'm doing two weekends and then the week in between. Right. So typically I would go back for two weeks, um, and two try to fit weeks, three yeah. weekends in, but it's just the last time I did it, it was just way too much. So I decided for this one, I'm gonna, I'm going to limit it, but I am doing, I am doing the two weekends. I know we definitely need to find some time to hang. You well, should yeah, consider I'm, coming to Hanover that first. I'm week. down for that. Like I can't do the King Richard's fair because I have a previous engagement. Yeah. Um, but that's only going to go until, you know, like four o'clock. If you feel so, like I mean, uh, you, Emily can, or, or someone, you know, maybe your in-laws can watch and Emily can come. I mean, I have a feeling we are definitely going to, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's going to be tame. Like, it's not going to be like a huge fucking. Oh no, yeah. It's not going to be like, like, it's not going to be when we were in high school or it's, college it's, even. I think it'd be fun and it's a good middle ground because then we don't have to drive. Cause I definitely want to do something, but it's going to be like even facilitating the drive back from, king richard's fair to hanover is going to be yeah that's people i i really underestimated how big the south shore was and i forgotten about how big the south shore was because like i a month ago i went down for my niece's wedding and she got married in um east bridgewater okay i'm like oh it's east bridgewater like i i you know i know that whole area like Like, two hours away (laughs) yeah i was like what the fuck (laughs) like i don't remember this being so big yeah Um, that's what that's what she said um very good yeah Yeah. (laughs) i've so i've driven from like your house to pj's or like carries to pj's and it is a 
it's a hike. It's like going out yeah. to Western Mass, essentially. It's like, dude, it's, I'm like, what? Like, I guess I'm just so used to like, I don't go far down into the South Shore anymore. Like, the farthest I go is to see my dad, and he's in Braintree, which is like literally right, right over. Yeah, that's you know, not the, bad. Yeah, no, it's you don't like have to do like anything on, on Route Three. You're, no, yeah, it's the first exit on Route Three. So yeah. like, it's like I don't have to go deep into the uh, into the bowels of South Shore, but uh. So yeah, it's fucking big. I know Hanover is more of a trip trip for you than it would be for us in Carver, but no, um, I, I'm okay with that. I think we should plan on that. I think we should definitely plan on plan on that. And then and then either that Sunday, the next day, or the next weekend, I want to come to you. I don't have to like do we don't have to do anything, but like I want to play pickleball, right? So yeah, maybe we can, we can be, between now and then we can work on getting you a racket. Um, I could. I think I can get a. I think I can get a a paddle through Jamie's yeah. um, Amazon vine thing. I don't know if I, she gets a bunch of shit for free through Amazon. So I think I can, I think I can get one. Let me, let me work on that. Let me work. On okay. That. Okay. Um, so, so yeah. And maybe definitely. we can even like see if Paul wants to play if he's available that day. So maybe like, having me there would be enough to get him to like make the plans. Yeah. And like we can, to, and that yeah. way we don't have to, and like I said, it's not because of, of anything else but like instead of you having sh you showing up and be there being like 30 people there like at a court and like you playing for the first time it might be better if we just played like four, two on two or whatever i also like i mean to your point i think as a tennis player i think i'm going to be able to get the swing of it pretty quickly. so no it's not it's not that you'll be bad at it but it, there's like it's just like any like any kind of uh, of niche game there's rules and there's yeah okay scoring. I see so it's yeah, like yeah it's it's hard the the hardest part of the game is just picking up the rules of the game you know right. essentially yeah. so yeah um that's probably a good I, idea i'm not worried about you moving side to side and hitting a paddle like i know you can do that just because i you, you you've done it for your whole life um side to side just, is how i move most effectively actually mm -hmm. one side that's to the left to right yeah yeah well maybe no, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll figure it out we'll, we'll figure it out. i think i think we can definitely to i'm looking forward to it I, and I, I don't mind um i haven't talked about it with emily so she she might hear it hear it here for the first time <laughs> um i don't mind going down to hanover on the eighth um and just even if even if it has to be by myself which it might be because i'm not sure if we'll have babysitting yeah um but that could be uh, good and and then you're yeah. then you get to see jeremy and you get to see you know everyone else so well and, and the, the the pre the the prior engagement i have for that day is it's uh driscoll's son's first birthday shout out driscoll and, shout out driscoll and uh laughing and ashley will be there with their oh. with their child oh, so cool. i'll be i'll see everybody that day which would be nice oh wow yeah but i haven't seen i haven't seen i haven't even met their 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 daughter yet just because hmm. every you know yeah, schedules everything, yeah. and everything it's going tough. on so yeah interesting is dorney gonna be there i would not i would know i don't think so no but yeah but anything, anything's possible. And like my man KG said, anything's possible. So. KG. Yep. Love it. Love it. Cool. Yeah. So that'll yeah. be fun. So I'm looking forward to seeing you looking forward to being back in town for a bit. It's been a while. I, cause this, mm -hmm. cause like I said, I did a bunch of trips quickly in, in Boston. And then I just like, I was like, I can't, I told my, I told work, I was like, I just can't come back for a little while. Like I need to, you know, but now that's, it's been like two months, maybe a little more. So I'm ready to come back and and see everyone. You know, my parents were here a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, how did how, so tell, nice. tell us about Good. Montana and about yeah, all that so stuff. We rented a house in Montana, which was really nice. Uh, I actually think, so, you know, um, we are all going out to uh, LA right in November. And the week before that, Jeremy's coming here. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking after my, and Rob too, right? Uh, we were, yeah. And Rob is, Rob is definitely considering it. I was thinking um, I mentioned to Jeremy that, 
Montana was so cool. Like, what if we did like a, like stay there for the week and then, and then went to LA because Montana mm -hmm. was like, awesome. It was really cool. I mean, it's obviously like conservative country, right. Mm -hmm. But it's, isn't it's, that the least populated state in the country? Yeah. And it's like, it, 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 it's, it's great for, you yeah. know, it's cause it's like, there's so many like big open spaces, not a ton of people, not a ton of crowds places, right? like so much natural beauty. We stayed, we stayed at a house that's right on the river, the, the, this really popular fishing river, which my dad was excited about. And he got out there and caught a few. Um, and we went to lakes and we went to all sorts of cool little towns and mm -hmm. it was just fun. It was just a fun time. And I think my parents had a good time. Uh, and then my mom went home and my dad stuck around here for an extra week, helped me with a bunch of projects. Oh, how was the Joe Parra? Uh, oh, and then concert. we went to see Joe Parra. So Joe Parra was good. was pretty good. It wasn't, uh, so not, not good. Not like, I don't know. The problem so was. So his comedy doesn't travel is what you're saying. It doesn't travel well. I think his comedy travels fine, but the problem is I've just seen, you know, I've seen the show. I've watched yeah. the sets online and it's, with him, you kind of see, you see one thing, you see it all a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and so a lot of his stuff was like, I don't know if it was necessarily reused jokes, but it was a lot of the stuff you'd expect to see from him. The best stuff that he had was once he found out that, do you remember the the woman who said she identified as an African-American and was yeah, the president? Rachel, Rachel Dolezal. Something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so she's from Spokane. She was the president of the Spokane and NAACP uh, chapter. Uh, and as soon as he found, as soon as someone, someone in the audience, like shouted it out or something like, mm -hmm. he, he, I think his opener was like, what is Spokane known for? I don't know a lot about here. And someone, someone in the audience yelled, Rachel Dolezal's from here. And as soon as they found that out, they, both the opener and Joe Para riffed on that for like a while. And that was actually really funny when it got to his set. His, his it was material. just a lot of, the, yeah. it was a lot of the same stuff, you know? So, so that's it was good. like my thing. Whenever I see a comedian that I like, I, and it's like, if they're, you know, if they're doing a new hour, that's, you know, that the, the either leading up to a special or leading up to an album release or something like that. I just try not to watch anything. Yeah. That's, I should have lesson learned. I should have done just because, thing. just because I don't want it to, I don't want it to be ruined. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I totally understand. And I've done it myself and I've gone to see people that I know that I like, and I, you know, would watch something like right before going and i'm like oh, yeah I've and it's just kind of like kinda, it kind of ruins yeah. the surprise it's like spoilers yeah. almost and even if it's not the same exact jokes you know you kind of get a feel for i don't know i mean i still love joe para but yeah, i'm not a big stand-up comedy guy in general right so mm. you know it was it was good i'm glad that we did it it was a cool place and it was a good you know my dad and i had a good time we went out to dinner and it wasn't really his thing but he was a good sport about it and yeah um a designated driver which was nice Oh, yeah. So, nice. Did you get, did you get, did you I got get a little, I got a little, yeah, I got a little buzz. A little sloppy cocked. Kind of, I wouldn't say sloppy cocked, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I got a couple. I had a couple. Okay. It was like we were did saying. It, it's did it enhance the experience? It enhances the experience. Yeah, it yeah. elevates, exactly. Yes, yeah, so you get it. Yeah. You get it. You make attention. Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, it was good. It was good. Um, pretty good. So, All right. So, yeah. So that's, that's that kind of brings us everything. to where we are today. Um, you want to talk some some uh, talk some TV, talk some movies, see what's going on in the in the mm. world of. Eh. Is there a third option? Yeah, uh, we could talk about books. <laughs> Ooh, I've heard of those. I actually am almost um, done with Stephen King's new book. It is it's really good. It's called Fair. Oh, Man. I actually wanted to talk to you. I was going to text you, you and Adam specifically, and maybe PJ too. Um, have you ever, have you read uh, Storm of the Century? 
No, but I just watched the miniseries. Hulu, Hulu. right? The mini. Yeah. I had no idea that was ever. It was from 1999. I had no idea it ever. It came was out. good. It was surprisingly it was really good. good. His so those they they made a ton of those Stephen King miniseries like in yeah. the 90s. Tim Daly. Tim Daly is like the is like the Stephen King miniseries. Right. Like. And they're kind of hit or miss. There's a couple that are good. Like the stand is good. I like Langoliers, but like this one was really I, under the radar for me, but it, I, I saw it on Hulu. It popped up and I was like, I got to watch this, right? Stephen King, yeah. it's got good ratings. I thought it was great. I, li- I liked it a lot. So I, so I watched that and I, and there was a lot of like jump scares and like, yeah. and like creepy shit. I'm like, Oh, this is really good. It, 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 it made me like, and this is going to be no surprise. It made me nostalgic to like, Growing up and when like when miniseries and like TV movies were like a thing, Jamie like, said it, it was. Jamie said the same thing. It was like appointment viewing when it when it right. came out. It like she made me think yeah. of like being a, being like a, a like either like a a preteen or like you know early teenager and like sitting down on like a Tuesday night and watching something. Like it it made me think of that. Um, but after watching that, I mean, I guess we're talking about it. Whatever. This is going to be something we can we can just transition into. I went back and I watched. Uh, Salem's Lot, the original Salem's Lot. Oh, okay. Bro, that shit holds up. It is scary AF that sh- that that have you seen the original Salem's Lot? No, I haven't, but I do believe that Salem's Lot is Stephen King's scariest book. That book yes. scared the shit out of me. And I think he said outside of like I think Shawshank, I think he said that Salem's Lot is like the his favorite adaptation uh adaptation i haven't seen it i gotta i gotta check it out because i, I, I rented i just rented it on amazon prime uh-huh. yeah um but you can and probably was, and knowing it, you knowing up. you would yeah dude, i mean i had never seen it before so i guess holds up as a is is whatever but like right but it was, like, there was it, some it, it, it there were some modern legit, sensibilities. legit yeah. jump scares yeah um and i'm like this they showed this on tv yeah <laughs> like, i felt that way this, about a yeah. couple of the scenes in storm of the century too yeah like, it's some pretty scary shit it's like it's it was wild but the 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 what sam's lot at least the tv version was best known for was the the like the head vampire like the how fucking scary he looked right yeah and like the, the makeup and like the mask that he that you know the the that he that they designed for him and it it was like i've seen it a thousand times like in print or like you know just in the pop in pop culture but seeing it in the movie itself like oh this this dude's terrifying yeah um yeah. and the fact that they just showed this like at like 6 p.m on like a tuesday night in like the in july it's just like anybody could have walked in and watched this it's, it was wild but no salem's I'm, lot really really good i'm surprised they haven't remade salem's lot traditionally i know there was I a there was they a did. they like recently uh because there was a series that's based on salem's lot there was like it was like, it was i forget what it was called. wasn't it called the lot Something, like, something that. like that. Something uh, like that. I got yeah. the old IMDb open. Right yeah, now. pull yeah. pull her up there. Pull her up. But uh, uh, as, uh, I think Salem's Lot as a story. I do not remember seeing a modern adaptation of that. Uh, maybe maybe they redid it. Like oh no, they did Return to Salem's Lot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Which came out in 1987. No, no, no. Yeah. Hold on. Salem's Lot, 2004. Um, miniseries. Rob Lowe or uh, TV miniseries. Rob Lowe, Adrian Browner. Um, yeah, 2004. And this is not the one that you're referring to. No, I'm referring to the 1979 one, the original. Oh, this is interesting. Rob Lowe is in a bunch of the a bunch of the Stephen yeah. King. Oh, I haven't uh, seen Donald, I have not Donald seen Sutherland's this. in this. Oh, Andre Brown. Um, nice. Rucker Hauer, who is is a uh, horror mainstay. James Cromwell. Wow, this is a lot of big guys in this one. Who no, I haven't the name? seen this. There was a uh, there was a show 
recently that wasn't called Salem's Lot, but it was based in the uh, oh, same uh, universe. Yeah, there's a couple that's come out. There's Chapel Wait that came out that wasn't very good. That has um, uh, Adrian Brody. But there was one that I was thinking of. Um, ah, God, I can't remember it. But anyways, yeah, they've they've done a lot of stuff based on it. But like, I'm surprised there hasn't been like a big movie adaptation of it in the past like ten years. I'm sure we're due for that. I mean, in the age of in the age of this, uh, just everything being remade, I'm sure it's definitely going to happen. So, and yeah. once and once he passes away, I don't know what his because he's not he's not well. Um, he's not long for this earth, Mr. Stephen King. Um, I'm not sure what his how his estate is set up, but I bet a lot of because I think he if I had imagined he probably says no to a lot of stuff. Like he probably doesn't let a lot of his stuff get made. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I bet once he passes, I bet we're going to see a lot more Stephen King. It's going to be interesting with his kids and his wife. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how that, cause he's so prolific, right? Like that is right. a, that's billions of dollars on the line for yeah. what, whoever. I think he's, I think he's the first billionaire or first millionaire author ever. Something like that. Yeah. The first. Or maybe it might be billionaire because I know JK Rowling's a billionaire from. Yeah. Harry but Potter. he was like, he was the first. So yeah. So it must be, um, must be first billionaire. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah, lots of good. I was like kind of clicking around. There's a lot of good st- uh, Stephen King stuff on Hulu too. So mm-hmm. maybe they just yeah, recently Hulu's, got it. Hulu's or... killing it recently. Hulu, we, we talk about this a lot. Hulu is the Hulu's the dark I, horse. I I flip back and forth for for streaming services right now because the movie I want to talk about today was it was uh, is streaming right now on Peacock. Peacock's really stepping their game up with a lot of good stuff. A lot of stuff that's in the theaters currently is yeah. is going right to Peacock. Yeah, like they've got football games too. They've got and they got games, and yeah. they got football, yeah, yeah. Uh, but good. I and I but I jump, man. I jump back and forth between streaming services of what what because it's almost like every month a new one will step up with like with what they have for programming, yeah. and and add some cool stuff to it. So. so, what movie is it that you wanted to? All right, so yeah, we're, we're just we're, let's, do, let's do it. Let's watching. do it. So, yeah. I watched a movie yesterday that just got released to Peacock that I'm not sure if you've heard anything about. It's BJ Novak's new movie, Vengeance. Oh, I've seen him tweet about it because I follow him, but I have not. Oh seen Oh my it. god, dude! It uh, and I'm no no hyperbole. The best movie I've seen in two two, two or three years. Wow, was, he does. He takes a lot of chances. He does a lot of really unique stuff. Mm-hmm. He's obviously a talented writer. Um, this looks interesting. This looks very interesting. Yeah. So essentially, what the plot is, he's uh, P- BJ Novak plays. He wrote and directed this um, and stars in it. He plays a writer from New York City who um, gets a call from a brother, the brother of a girl that he hooked up with, uh, inviting her down to his to her funeral in Texas because the family thinks that him and her dated and were like super, super like in love. And he's like, this is like, this doesn't make any sense. And while while that he so he gets guilt tripped into going down to this funeral and while there. Uh, he decides that he wants to make the whole thing into a podcast because brother, the, the girl dies of an, opi- an opioid over, uh, addiction, uh, uh, overdose, but the brother thinks that it's not. And he thinks she, she was murdered. So he decides to like take this opportunity to turn this into like a true crime podcast. Okay. And like, it's just about everything that happens along the way and like the people that he meets and everything. It's so good. So, so good. The, the, the opening scene and the final scene, are awesome the opening scene is one of the one of the funnier things i've seen in a long time it has a a a huge a nice cameo by uh john mayer it's really funny and then the end uh without i don't want to spoil it but the end it 
just comes out of nowhere. Like it didn't, I did not expect it. It goes against everything the movie had been the entire time and really shocked me. And it, it was very like, just, just uh, out of the blue ending. Um, but no, it's, it's wickedly funny and it, it tugs at your heartstrings, but also uh, there's a lot of, co- like a lot of uh, comedy um, elements to it. Uh, it's got, action a little bit of action a little a lot of drama a lot of comedy it's, it's a really really good movie and, and um it's it's got a really strong supporting cast uh isa ray from mm-hmm. um insecure is in it ashton kutcher plays uh, a big role in it um the dove cameron who some people might know from tiktok she's a, she plays in it um but to me besides bj novak the star of the movie is uh uh, Boyd Holbrook. Okay. He plays the brother of the girl who's, who, who passes away. Uh, you might most know him from Logan. He plays the bad guy in Logan. Oh, he plays okay. the, the, the half cyborg right. dude in Logan, but he's in a, lot, a bunch of other stuff too. He's kind of like on the, on the up and up right now. Um, he was in the, he was in predator, the, the predator movie. That oh, came out he was in the Sandman. He was the yep. Corinthian in Sandman, yep. which is a, which was, which is great. I don't know if you yeah. watched that. I have not, but I've heard good things. Yeah, really um, cool, really cool. Yeah, he is. He's, he's, he's blowing he's, up. He, yeah, he steals the show, in, in my opinion. Um, and he's also very easy to look at because he's uh, he's easy on the eyes. Well, I know you like um, that. I do enjoy that. Um, but no, the movie I could not recommend it enough. And, and it's on it's on Amazon Prime. Definitely sorry, uh, Peacock, Peacock, Peacock right, right now. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. gonna check it out. I, I've been Dude, meaning it's really, to. It's really, really good. I added it to um, my letterbox watch list. I'm gonna, not like gonna he needed it. it, but this is going to. I think this is going to launch BJ Novak. He's not just going to be like the office BJ Novak. He's going to be like writer director BJ Novak now. Yeah, he's done a he, lot of interesting things. He made that anthology that mini series for yeah, yeah for uh, FX, um, which I really like. There are a couple episodes of that that were excellent. Oh, the premise. Yes, there uh, was one episode in particular that was like, was it a school shooting episode or something? Like oh, that? the one. Oh the my one, god, with the dude. Brought, yeah, what was yeah. that called? That had um, John Berthal, Berthnall in it, right? Yes, right, that exactly. One. Oh, the moment of silence. Yeah, it's the yes. second episode. Creepy yeah, Father starts like, a new job one. as the PR director at the gun lobby, where his coworkers start to... Yeah, that's an incredible episode. The episode after that is the one where the pop star comes back to his high school and offers to have sex with whoever gets valedictorian. Do you remember that right. one? The, yeah, but the, the first episode was really good because it was, was the... the uh, one. Was the first episode of Buck? Was that the one where they the the rape? Oh, sorry, no, that was the last one. That was social justice. Yeah, the first one was social justice sex tape. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that oh, I forgot about that show. That show I think really I think cool. he got renewed for a second season, so I think it's coming back. I like that a lot, and it just shows his creativity. He's willing yeah. to take risks. He's willing, really. And willing I to also get really there. enjoy the the game that he plays with Mindy Kaling because uh, there's this rumor that that's you know amongst the pop culture world that. Because right now Mindy Kaling is raising had had a child as a single woman, right. like she didn't have a there's no dad in the life and the kid's life, and a lot of people assume just because they're always take they're always shown together that Mindy Kaling and B J Novak are together, um, so a lot of like the internet world thinks that B J Novak fathered her baby. Right, I remember and there they, was like an they, Instagram and picture they both with him play moving. into it really. Yeah. So like I think it's I think it's personally I think it's true just because the way I if you see them in public, they look very much like a couple. Um, and they look very like in love and they, yeah. they probably are in love in some sense because they've known each other for so long. Um, 
but they play they both play into the to the internet rumor that he fathered her baby and i think it's really funny when they do it um i don't know i really like bj novak and he in this movie just solidifies that he's the next if he's not already there he's the next you know the next big writer director in hollywood yeah. so yep all right well you heard it here first yeah I love, I mean, yeah, I love what he does. He's got such a, he's got such a cool sense of humor. He, he likes weird, like some of his stuff borders on like psychological horror almost like yeah. that one, like the school, like the shooting episode. Well, um, even from listening to like the, the office ladies podcast and that when they have him on as a guest, like he just seems so down to earth and seems yeah, so yeah. humble about everything. And it, it seems like he hasn't let fame get to him yet and maybe yeah. it's because he's not as famous as we probably think he is um but uh, i think he's pretty he's pretty famous but yeah, yeah i think he just he's managed to stay down to earth i think uh mindy kaling is very much the same same life. way yeah yeah uh, she's fucking hilarious she's like kaling um so yeah that's that's the main thing that i that i watched this these last couple of weeks that i really really liked i also the new season of Cobra Kai came out. Oh, you tweeted about um, that. Yeah, you love that bro, shit. Bro, it, it's so good. You love season that five, shit. it just gets better and better. It just, it's such a silly premise. And I, every episode that I watch, I'm like, this is so silly, but I can't take my eyes off it. And they do such a good job of like not taking themselves seriously. Like it, like it's such like, have you watched any of the episodes before? No. no. It's like, it's, it's almost in a, you know how like high school musical they used, they, it was, or, or Glee, they would just break out into these like song and dance numbers mm-hmm. in the middle of like a scene where they yeah. didn't call for it. That's like Cobra Kai, but except <laughs> instead of music and singing, it's a massive fight scene amongst <laughs> like am- amongst teenagers and adults and everybody knows karate and they all break into these fights. And it's just so funny. Cause like out of nowhere, they're just doing a scene that's not related to anything. And then all of a sudden the rival gang shows up and they before you know it, they're having a karate fight in like I love that. in the mall or in their home or they like just, in a dojo. Your toes. Yeah. And that's it's, cool. it's just funny. Cause it, it's, if you took the, the karate away, it's, it would probably be like the show would just be just as good. Cause it, the writing's really good and it's really funny and it's really, but the, but it, what I like about it is that the, it's silly because they have these karate scenes, but it doesn't take away from the show. You know, it yeah. doesn't like mm-hmm. hurt the show in any way. It's still, yeah. it's still just as enjoyable. Um, so yeah, season five ended on a cliffhanger. Um, so I'm season I, five. I, Jesus yeah, Christ. I, I cannot believe that show has been around for five seasons. That's why I know. And they've only done like 60 episodes too. So it's not even like a, a yeah. big catalog of, right. um, so I, I, I assume just cause it's, it, like it always does every time it gets released, it was Netflix's number one show. It had, I think it, you know, broke the record for the last time, the, from the last time it was out. Um, so I assume they're coming back for season six. I don't, I haven't seen if it's been greenlit or, or not, but yeah. I hope they do because it ended on a cliffhanger. So I hope they come yeah. back. Oh, I'm sure they um, will. And that show's popular. People like that show. I think it'll, they'll, they'll keep it going. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, those are the two main things that I, that I, that I wanted to talk about with Cobra Kai and then nice engines. Yeah. Nice. Very good. What about uh, yourself? I'm sure you, I mean, you're always watching stuff. I got, I got, a, I got a couple things I want to talk about. My first thing is just a quick, uh, new segment, uh, Ben, Ben and Jamie at the theaters. I'm going to talk about, oh. uh, we've seen a, a good amount of movies. I will say on labor day, we went, we took advantage of AMC's, uh, every movie ticket at AMC theaters is $3 on labor day. Is that really? Yeah. I'm I mean, kidding. it was this Labor Day. I didn't know that. We so we took advantage. We paid six bucks and we went and saw uh Jaws, remastered Jaws in IMAX. And now have you seen Jaws before? I had seen Jaws before, okay. but like way back, like like when I was young. So I didn't know a lot, like I didn't remember it like scene for scene or anything. Really mm-hmm. cool experience. I will say 
when I think IMAX, <laughs> I think of like, uh, like when we would go to like whatever it is, like the Museum of Science or wherever that big, like huge. Yeah, like the Omni, right? Or right. Whatever it was. Yeah, whatever it was. And 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 IMAX theater at a movie theater is basically just a bigger screen and like louder speakers. Yeah. And it's like kind of curved. Um. So it wasn't exactly what I was expecting. I wanted. I thought I was going to be like surrounded by sharks and shit, but. <laughs> Um, wait, wait, what? <laughs> sharks and shit. Uh, but no, it was cool. It was a cool experience. Um, worst, also, worst viewing experience I ever had in my life. Side, side note. Uh, uh Dark Knight IMAX. We the, the night it opened, we all saw my roommates and I in college all went and saw it. Um, but sounds cool because it was because it was the first night we got front row. IMAX, oh, and you were just like that looking. was my like I my neck still hurts <laughs> from that. Like it was awful um yeah yeah that's like serious long-term damage yeah <laughs> yeah like i still can't like look up without the front my, row my, my legs giving out front row of a movie thing i don't know where that came from because the front row is is pretty much the worst place you could possibly sit in a movie yeah like i wish i and i think more movies theaters are doing this now just don't have a front row just push the front row back right so that like front row is just even though it's technically the front row it's really like more the middle where like they right. normally would I think be, a lot of them know? are doing that where there's like the recessed area in the front where you enter and then you go yeah. like the first row is actually up like start right, up, up on up a rise or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um so yeah, so Jaws and IMAX was good. I will also say that next week they are re-releasing Avatar in IMAX. Oh and god. TV, uh which is, is a, there a more unnecessary sequel that this world needs than Avatar? They already too? they're planning like way more of them. I don't know. I don't remember I saw avatar like on dvd i didn't go and like experience it at a theater or like see it in 3d um so we are gonna go and watch that because i want to because it's supposed to be like the definitive 3d movie experience well my uh, problem with avatar is first of all it's too long um yes, very long secondly it's because it's james cameron and he doesn't do anything on you know he, he he's very much particular and he takes years to make to make these films like the buzz for Avatar is so worn off. Like yeah. he needed to have this somehow ready to, you know, for a year or two after the original Avatar is released in order to capitalize instead of on like, it. Instead of like 15 years later. But it's yeah, like well, now I think 15 this is years why, later. This is why they're re-releasing it in. in yeah. Theater, it's like, right? I don't, releasing the first I don't one, have any desire a little to, buzz. you know, I just like, I, the only, it just is the definitive 3d movie experience. Like the movie itself, I could take or leave, but like, I always have kind of regretted not seeing it in 3d. Um, even though 3D movies are like whatever, but like this movie was like made for 3D, right? right. So, do you um, think anybody's going to attack me for what I said about Avatar? Uh, do, do you think James Cameron listens to our podcast? Because I think he, <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 I made Titanic, you fuck. What did you make? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think actually it's a pretty it's a pretty normal take to say Avatar is overrated. I think it definitely is overrated. I think the movie itself is whatever. I think it's the experience of going and seeing it in 3D. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, I'll go and I'll let you know, we'll report back when we record next time. I'll I'll let you know how it was and if it was worth it and um but I, I am noticing that like AMC theaters are starting to do more re-releases, remasters, which is really cool because movies like Jaws that you didn't have a chance to see in the theaters because we were not born yet um mm -hmm. we now have a chance to see in the theater which is which is a cool you know I, I give props to amc and of course jamie and i spend a lot of time at the movie theater um last thing i'll say as part of this new uh ben and jamie the movie segment we saw a new movie this past weekend uh a called Bar called barbarian have you heard of it oh um i think i've seen a preview for it but it's a, it's a it's horror, horror movie, right? movie yep it's got bill skarsgård it's got justin long um 
And I'm not going to, I don't, this, you need to go into this movie blind. So I'm not going to say anything about the plot. I'm not going to say anything about, about anything that happens. I'll say two things about this movie and then we can move on. One is it subverts every trope you could possibly think of. Like you can tell they're intentionally trying to set things up, you know, cause horror movies are, are pretty predictable, right? You're like, don't go down the basement stairs, like that kind of thing, right? <laughs> um, they will set something up and it'll be like, oh my God, like I know exactly what's gonna happen. I've seen it in horror movies and then they'll do the exact opposite thing. So they manage to okay. subvert the tropes and kind of keep you on your toes. And I will say um, also that they, they do a great job raising the stakes like you'll watch you the movie kind of evolves as it goes on it, it becomes something a little bit different which is really cool mm -hmm. and they raise the stakes in a scene and then they'll stay at that level for the rest of the movie and then raise again and stay at that level it's like walk, walking up a stairway of See, that sounds like like anxiety inducing it me. is well it's well i mean psychological horror should be anxiety inducing right yeah. i mean that's part of the i mean that's what the, that's what they're trying to elicit um but man, it's good. Justin Long is plays a great A asshole. Um, Ooh. And that's like a part he was born to play, even though I'm sure he's a very, very lovely young man. Seems like a very nice guy. He's a very nice guy. But he's just, he, I mean, he plays the perfect asshole. Um, Bill Skarsgård. Yep, Skarsgård's Long. Skarsgård's good. So Barbarian in theaters, don't read, well, not you. I don't think it's your type of thing, but like if you're listening, don't. <laughs> don't not, I know you don't read much. So. I know you don't read. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I don't have to worry you about that. Tell me twice. Um. Uh, don't if you're going to go see it you as in the royal you uh don't read anything about it don't look at reviews don't look at the preview just go in fresh and let it just blow your mind because it was really good so you liked it i loved it and that this okay. movie is going to set the bar for horror <laughs> movies mooring for moving forward it's gonna it's like mm. it's a it's it's a new classic it's a modern classic horror movie i'm calling it right now, now like without giving it away can you say what it's about or no I will set the stage. Uh, I, I will kind of set the stage as, so, as to what it, the movie starts with. Um, it starts with uh, a young lady who is uh, in Detroit for a job interview and she goes to her Airbnb the night before her interview and it turns out that someone else is already staying there. Oh. And it just, it it evolves and morphs and escalates from there. And, you know- This sounds, you, this sounds like Houseguest with Sinbad and Phil Hart. Oh, I think it's actually an adaptation of Houseguest yeah. starring okay. Sinbad. Yeah, totally. <laughs> this does it sound like impractical jokers to you? <laughs> uh, okay, so it was awesome. So that was the that was uh, Ben and Jamie at the theaters. We're spending a lot of time in the theaters. Um, gotta love the popcorn. That's all. Yeah. Do I'm a big candy guy myself, but yeah. Popcorn. Oh, you're a candy guy. No, I, I like popcorn and soda. Um, so okay, a couple other things I'll mention. Uh, did you have you watched Elvis? So I started it and then I fell asleep. <laughs> and I never went back. I never went back and tried to finish it. It is. It's long. It's dense. But it is. I I liked it a lot. I thought it was really. I've cool. heard really good things, and I really and I and I've heard that Austin. You should Butler, go back and go back and revisit it. So here's my thing, with with it All and right. lay it on me. Um, and it's not for nothing. Like I I need to preface this. I love Tom Hanks, the actor. I know you do. I know you do. But. I'm starting. It's. It seems like you, now you don't like fat people. So you what I'm not. Like, what I'm seeing. What it, it seems like. What Tom Hanks's career has become is let's just dress him up and and make him any any role that we want him to play. We're just going to dress him up and, and he's going to do it. He's he was Mr. Rogers when like he wasn't. He doesn't look anything like Mr. Rogers. 
he didn't he doesn't have any like he was fine i guess and i mean it's uh, tough. he can do whatever he wants like I mean, but then he... like why like the this this role and then he was in geppetto the, uh, the new pinocchio live action that just came out it seems like the later tom hanks career is just let's throw a bunch of makeup on him let's put him in a fat suit or put him in an old man suit and or put him in like a freaking um a sweater <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and just make him and just like force feed him to the audience without him really needing to be that role like i don't know like I, in my opinion they could have gotten anybody else to be these 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 roles and i feel like it's just because it's tom hanks now they're force feeding him into these into these movies in my opinion yeah i mean i think that makes sense everyone like they know tom hanks will bring will bring the audience in so if yeah. he's willing to do it i'm sure they're will they're happy to have him there i will say this was interesting because the Elvis movie was more, almost more about his role, Tom Parker, uh, than it was about Elvis. It gets all kind of told through his perspective. And mm -hmm. that's the interesting part of the story that I think a lot of people don't know. Like a lot of people, especially our age, where we didn't live through any of Elvis, right? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people don't know about this whole guy who kind of discovered Elvis and really took advantage of him and was really kind of a shithead and, and really changed the trajectory of Elvis and American music in general, just because of his own selfish needs. Like I didn't know anything about that story, about that story. So it was interesting to see that aspect of the story and mm -hmm. having someone like Tom Hanks acting as that role, I think really, really did elevate it. I think, I don't think it was just Tom Hanks loves Elvis, which he does, by the way, if you, as Jamie pointed out that Tom Hanks gave away Elvis albums as in his role as the castaway guy at the Christmas party before he crashed the plane, but whatever, that's a, that's a side note. Um, mm -hmm. Okay. He, I think he like, therefore I think he loves Elvis and wanted to be in this role, but also it's a role that benefited from having someone with the gravitas and experience of Tom, Tom Hanks in the role. Well, yeah, I guess when you have a relatively new face like Austin Butler, who was more known for, I think just looking pretty and being like a quote unquote. Oh, and he, like, and he did look pretty. Yes he's not really an established actor yet. I think you need someone sure like Tom Hanks to do that. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just a, a, a weird beat that I have that what, what Tom Hanks' career has become. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Years. The, the movie itself just moves at this frantic pace. Like it's yeah. kind of all over the place, but it's also like kind of really exciting. The music is really great. And it's just like I said, an interesting perspective to someone who is the you know the 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 king of rock and roll and and um, where does it rank on your biopic list? I would say, uh, is it better than Rocket Man or um, I didn't Bohemian, see Rocket Man. I didn't see, I didn't see Bohemian Rhapsody. I'm not really too big into them. I know I really liked Ray when it came out. Ray Ray's was probably a little better. Um, we'll walk the line. Walk the walk, line. Walk I think the line is probably is a little really better. Walk movie. the line is probably the best one, right? I think yeah. walk the line is probably the, and then of course walk hard. Uh, yes. the, uh, which, which also which is, is actually really good, good by itself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've talked about this. Walk walk hard is actually a really good movie, and it it succeeds as a parody as well. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Elvis, it's on HBO Max. Definitely go check it out. Um. The other thing I want to mention is a new series that is that is actively releasing episodes on a weekly basis on Hulu. Shout out Hulu, crushing Hulu. it. Uh, the show is called The Patient. And oh, it is Carell. Steve Carell's new show. Yep. Yep. So it has uh, Steve Carell. It has Dom Hall Gleason, who's known for a bunch of things, but I'd say maybe best known as the Bill Weasley in, in Harry Potter. Um, and I don't want to, I don't want to give up. First of all, the show's halfway through. So I don't, there, you know, there can't be many serious spoilers, but I just want to set the stage. It's, uh, 
Steve Carell has been taking on these, like, I feel like at this point, Steve Carell only takes on really challenging roles. Yeah. Um, he like, he really wants to take on roles that like really show, like flex his acting muscles. Yeah. He wants to get out from under Michael Scott. And yeah, totally. That's... And, and he think he, he takes on really challenging roles, like, um, being the, the disgraced news anchor who is disgraced for sexual harassment in the morning show, which he kind of na- a role he nails, but that's a really tough kind of nuanced role to take on because you actually sympathize like he manages to get you to sympathize with him he, we've talked about because this, he's like, Steve Carell and he's just like that kind of guy right exactly so he brings it's just like Tom Hanks he brings that gravitas to a role that would be really difficult for another actor to maybe achieve that but the patient is no is no different so um and this all gets set up in the first episode so this isn't any spoilers or anything but he is a psychiatrist an accomplished psychiatrist uh that takes on a new patient and the patient eventually kidnaps him and the whole show is him locked in this guy's basement, like kind of um, against his will, giving therapy to this dude, Dom Hall Gleason, who is a, plays a really good crazy person, um, who is a serial killer. And it, it's all about like, listen, I, I, got, I brought you here because I want you to help me not kill again. And it's all about <laughs> Steve Carell balancing being like this kidnapped victim, but also trying to trying to like give this guy legitimate therapy so he doesn't go out and kill again. It's this really nuanced role because he needs to play a accomplished therapist who's also a kidnapping victim who also needs to begrudgingly help this guy because he's afraid of, of, of him going out and killing someone. It's like this really dense layered role. And he of course nails it. He has a great beard. Um, and it's just, silver it's, Fox. yeah, exactly. He's a silver Fox for sure. Um, and it's just great. So it's, it's like four episodes in of what I assume to be an eight to 10 episode series. Um, and it's actively coming out on Hulu, and I highly recommend everyone out there, including you, I, go and yeah. catch up. I am gonna, I am gonna catch. I am oh, gonna it's only, it. it's short. It's only twenty-two minutes an episode, so it's like, so a, it's, yeah, it's like a sitcom. Ex- yeah, it's like a sitcom, except it's not. Well, <laughs> not it's sitcom, sitcom timing. <laughs> yeah, but, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. It's like an old school. So the sitcom, only thing yeah. that, so like, I want. So the funny thing is, I wanted to watch it, like the other night. Yeah. So, but I, so I, the, you know, how you go on Hulu, you can watch the trailers like in anything. So I was watching the trailer. And there's a scene in the trailer where Steve Carell yells and screams or he like he, he yells like no or help or something like that. Yeah. But he sounds just like Michael Scott yelling no, <laughs> no. In that in that classic office. I scene. declare bankruptcy. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, like it kind of took me out of it. And I'm like, uh, and then I ended up not watching it. And it, part of it was because like that scene sound, he just sounded like. Michael Scott and like it's not fair obviously because that's just Steve Carell being Steve himself like he's just that's how we talk so his, his voice sounds the same but like it took me out of it um, but I think I am going to go back and watch it because I've heard good things so yeah no highly recommended it. it's it's the type of thing where you can now you can catch up really easily and then participate in everyone else watching it for the first time which I think is mm-hmm. it is a rare thing in TV these days because that's a House of Dragon thing now that's going on too yeah exactly and we didn't even talk about that maybe we'll talk about that I, I haven't watched it yet so. okay you should catch up because I think House of Dragon and the new Lord of the Rings show are both really good I see. Um, I've heard nothing but bad things about the new Lord of the Rings. Show. Yeah, see, people are haters, though. I mean, you know, people are fucking haters. Like, mm-hmm. if if you're not comparing it to the movies, which are like some of the best movies ever made, if you're just watching it for what it is, and you know, an expansion of the Lord of the Rings universe that has a slightly different, grittier style, like it's it's fine. It's good. Okay. I like it. Okay. It's, and then I think House of Dragons is legitimately good. Like I think I've heard that. I heard that it really is good. I'm really, really enjoying it because it's both scratching the Game of Thrones itch that we've had for so long since it's been off the air, and it's a captivating story. It focuses much more on like politics than it does on like Ugh. like than it. But it's all it's really captivating. It's really cool. I mean, that's like. 
that's like some of the coolest shit of Game of Thrones too. Is like you know the the fight for the for the throne and stuff like that. Like there's a lot yeah. of that same stuff. So, um, so those are really good. But yeah, the patience, Steve Carell on Hulu. Check it out. Uh, okay. And I think, I mean, I've watched a ton of, a ton of other stuff, but like in general, that's that's pretty much the extent of what I wanted to talk about here. Okay. Um, do we want to chat Emmys or do we want to just say it is what it is and move past it? Let's just give, I mean, we can't not acknowledge it. Yeah. I okay. Mean, we're, so we're, I don't, where, where people go when I, yeah, we, who won, who won. Um, <laughs> I didn't, I didn't go back to see, cause remember we made predictions. I didn't go back yes. to listen to what those predictions were, but I think uh, we I, was, I know I was wrong. I know that I was, I think I was, I think I was very right. Um, no, that doesn't sound like you. No, it certainly doesn't. So, uh 74th emmys uh outstanding comics comedy series won by ted lasso we are i think we both said i think i said it was going to be what um what we do in the shadows but we both acknowledged that it was going to be ted i we, think it, who, i think we said it should have been what we do in the shadows yes right? yes but it was going but it was definitely going to be ted lasso yes exactly it was always going to be ted lasso that shows a, a critic critical darling even though i think it's kind of dumb um <laughs> we you know we move past that it is what it For is the record whatever. that was ben who said that anybody who's going to get mad that was Ben who said Ted Lasso Direct was Direct all of your anger at me, yes. even if it should be directed. There's no need for beef with me this episode. I think we, we're we done. I think we you're you're going vegetarian. I think we're beef-free moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, okay. Uh, outstanding lead actor also went to Jason Sudeikis as Ted Lasso. Yeah. And I, uh, can you read the, can you read the, the nominees off? I want yeah. To see Donald I... Glover for Atlanta, Bill no. Hader for Barry, who I think no. should, I think should have won. No, but I'm trying to think of who I, who I picked. Oh, Nicholas Holt from the great Steve Martin and Martin Short from only murders. Uh, and then Jason Sudeikis. Oh, I think we, then I must've picked Sudeikis. I think you cause... probably did. I think it makes sense. Again, this is the yeah. show was, was destined to win. Everyone, everyone loves it. I, again, don't, I think it's overrated, but whatever, we can move past that. Um, can so, we? Oh, I can. I, I'm, 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 uh, I will say, I watched a, uh, a terrible, terrible Jason Sudeikis movie this morning. <laughs> Good old fashioned American orgy. Yes. yes. Seriously? Yes. I didn't think that a, was that terrible. I thought that was pretty funny. Oh my God. It was so fucking dumb. Whatever. Let's move past it. Let's move past it. You heard it here <laughs> first, though. If you want to be mad at someone about it, uh, you should be mad at Higgins for thinking it's a good movie. <laughs> I thought it was funny. For what it's worth what did you think was funny about it because it had every, it, nick kroll was funny in it and um the fat guy what's his name he is funny. Uh, i don't know yeah. what his name is but he is good yeah nick kroll then, is not funny nick kroll is not a funny comedian you don't like nick kroll no i don't like nick kroll uh, whatever we're moving past it um outstanding lead actress in a comedy series uh gene smart hacks yeah. i have not seen it but gene smart of course is I, I i actually watched i've caught up on first and second season it's pretty good pretty good i think that the 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 woman hannah the, the actress who plays hannah who is like the 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 sidekick in that show the co-star uh she should be she should, she's the funnier part of the show mm. gene smart is good in it um but i think gene smart's getting the um the legacy treatment right now and that's probably yeah, probably probably but um, she's you know i mean she's she's a legend so she's great um and uh outstanding supporting actor brett goldstein roy kent uh from ted lasso of course yeah i didn't think he was gonna win i I forget who i he is about to blow he's gonna be the next biggest a-list actor in hollywood why you think he's that good well i don't think he's i don't necessarily think he's that good but he uh spoilers for the post-credit scene in thor love and thunder um, they introduced him as Hercules, who's a major character in the Marvel. Uh, oh. He's going to have whole whole Marvel movies based around. Wait, him. so Ted Lasso and Marvel are in the same universe? 
I guess you could say that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, interesting. So he's going to, you heard it here first. Goldstein, Brett Goldstein is going to be the next big thing. Um, and supporting actress. Oh, Barbara Howard, uh, Abbott Elementary. She's really good. Abbott Elementary is a good show. Her speech was awesome. Oh, was and, I didn't uh, see it. Yeah, her speech um, was really, really good. And she she's awesome in that show. That show is really funny. Um, obviously, the big thing from regarding that show was what happened when um, with Jimmy Kimmel and the yeah the, yeah Quinta Quinta Brunson right Quinta Brunson who won for best writing which was like this is like this is the this is like manufactured drama I refuse to participate in this discourse well yeah and again um, it would be one thing if it was deliberately against her but the bit was the bit started before the nominees were read right so like the bit started like will Attell, uh will um will arnett dragged jimmy kimmel out by his ankles and introduced the the category with jimmy jimmy kimmel laying on the ground so like it wasn't like she won and then jimmy kimmel in some sort of weird stunt decided to just like drop on the ground in front of her and like right. take away her moment it was like, all pre-planned yeah, and written it was up. all I mean, this is whether whether or not she knew about it, i don't know but this is meant people, to make headlines i assume also, she did and I, I heard a lot of stuff people calling it like saying it was racist and there's all sorts of it yeah, just and, yeah. and like it's that's the stuff that it's like this yeah, is what they this is this, the outrage real actual racism in the world can we not yeah. say that jimmy kimmel lying on the ground is racism racist like, yeah can we just, i mean can we and they're like someplace else they're like please? friends and stuff like he yeah. helped her get she, the show she credited ground. him for like getting her yeah. career started yeah, exactly. so it's like so it's all this is this is this is why I, like, I refuse to participate in this discourse because it's it's all manufactured like they want they wanted this to be what everyone was talking about the next day because everything needs a slap moment you know everything right. needs yeah exactly the, what's going to blow up social media that night and the next day and for the next week or whatever whatever it's like it's stupid like it's it's manufactured outrage um nathan lane as and for the record that was ben who said that ben who said manufactured outrage yep so if anyone's going to yep. attack anybody remember that was benjamin barr me care I take, of b I take bar at at b bar uh, i take b responsibility that's not even you don't even know my twitter handle is it bar um, is it just borrow eight just borrow eight yeah so tag me and say what you dislike about higgins yeah we um, all know that won't happen um <laughs> Outstanding guest actor in a comedy series, Nathan Lane, another. Yeah, another, he was great. He's great he's, in that show. He's really good. Guest actress, oh, uh, Laurie Metcalf as Weed and Hacks. I mean, she's Laurie Metcalf is a is a talk about a an icon. She's just she's just so good in everything she does. Uh, directing, is no. that who you were talking about, or is that someone else? When who you, was when I you, talking about? You said oh, Gene Smart is good, but this oh, no, 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 the, 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 the co-star of, of Hacks okay. is, okay. in my opinion, funnier and better than um, Gene Smart. Uh, outstanding directing went to Ted Lasso, kind of cleaned up. Um, outstanding writing, Abbott Elementary, uh, mm -hmm. Quinta Brunson, which is a fun, a good show. Uh, okay, outstanding drama series. So this went to Succession, which I believe we called because Succession yes. is another one of those like critical indie darling, whatever. But um, I think we both said that better calls. No, I said Ozark should win it because I thought I was going to get the final season bump. Yeah. Um, and I think I think I think I said Severance deserved it, but I think yes, I predicted right. better call Saul. No, I don't know if this is accurate or not, but I believe I was told 
by nobody. I read this actually. Um, I was told <laughs> by the words on a page that nice that this isn't the last year of Better Call Saul being eligible for nomination because they, they did like the half. It isn't so they yeah. did like the half season, but I think what they said was typically when she, like that show is going to have been off the air for over a year, right? right? So people are going to like they're like okay, it's going to be impacted because people are going to like kind of lose or forget about memory it of it, yeah. right? Exactly. But I think now based on how everyone you know because. Um, we haven't gotten to lead actor, but of course he was over, you know, he was overlooked and, and I do think he was um, deserving of that award. Yes. Um, I agree. Uh, but I think that, I think there's enough people who are like, Oh, wait a minute. They, Better Call Saul should have won something. I think they will end up giving it something next year, but it'll be interesting to see. That's like kind of interesting kind of sub. Cause I think there. right now, Better Call Saul has the record for most nominations without a win. Without a win, I think as is, a show, as a yeah. show, they've been nominated for like over 50 Emmys and have not won a single one. Yeah, which is which is nuts. I think it definitely should and will win something. Which is definitely gonna which is gonna hurt its legacy, in my opinion, which is so stupid because it shouldn't, but it's gonna hurt its legacy when you compare it to when when they when now they for the rest of time we're gonna have the breaking bad ver the uh better call Saul argument of right. which show was better. You're gonna look at Breaking Bad, who won every year. And, and better call Saul who won nothing and be like, well, obviously it's better. It's breaking bad. Even though in my opinion, I think better call Saul is better than breaking bad, but yeah. Yep. Um, and then of course, uh, lead actor in a drama series. This is the one that was very, uh, contentious. Um, you know, you, it's, it's, it's interesting because you see the nominees for this Jason Bateman, Brian Cox, Odin Kirk, Adam Scott, Jeremy strong. And then the ultimate winner from squid game, uh, Lee Jung Jae. Um, it's really, you look at that and you're like, I'm, you would never expect the guy who before this year was kind of an unknown, mm -hmm. you know, to win out against all of those established, uh, uh, successful, right. Legendary actors. Um, I know you said you did not watch squid game. I did not. And Do you have again, an interest in doing that now at this point, just to see what the, what the fuss is all about. Um, probably not just because I've seen, I, between the memes and the TikToks and the social media slash pop culture, everything, I I kind of know. I think I can get a grasp on what 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 I'm what I'm watching. Um, so no, I don't think I am. But it's funny. I, I made that comment on Twitter saying that like I refuse. I I haven't seen uh, Squid Games, but I've heard good things. Um, but I refuse to believe that this guy had had a better was better at that than either Bateman or um, Odenkirk were. In their shows and See, I, I stand think, by that i think you can say that though without without demeaning his performance right, right. and i and think maybe, that's maybe, that's yeah. the one thing that rubbed me the wrong way about that kind of comment was like i think you could you could just as easily say i can't believe that that odenkirk didn't win right without saying like you know the so i don't know okay I mean, yeah I, maybe 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 but it's funny one of the responses i got um, said that his career he's done more like he's done he has more range in his career than these two dumb com comedy actors and i didn't respond to it but it's like who was that anyone we know because that's, no it's literally no, a that's a terrible take because of, right because if anyone bateman and odenkirk have shown the most range of that's what I, do, that's what I was gonna say it's like if they're you, you just call them dumb comedy actors but they're but being like nominated for a drama role so like their range is obviously pretty fucking can you big. imagine like thinking like okay bob odenkirk is a comedy actor like like he's better known for like mr show than he is for being in fucking better call Saul. Breaking bad like that's crazy right. that's a crazy thing. and bateman maybe yes he's better known for his role in arrested development and that was one that popularized him although he had been an actor 
in a very since, since a he's very a child. Age. Yeah. Um, but they've both shown that they obviously can carry. Um, and you know, I think Ozark is a little overrated. Um, Ozark but, would be the number one show in the world if Breaking Bad didn't exist. Yes, and we've had this conver- we've had yes. this conversation before for sure. I think it definitely is excellent, and of course, Bateman is great in it. Um, I think they, I think Odin Kirk, um, should have won personally. I yeah, uh, I think I agree. But but also I would I wouldn't have been sad about Jason Bateman either, just because. I but thought, that's not. To, I thought they were. I thought they were better. But that's not. To again, take away I haven't seen it. So right, and, and especially since you haven't seen it, uh, that's not to take away anything from his performance. And you know what? I, honestly, I'm I'm glad that a foreign that foreign <coughs> subject matter or for a foreign TV show, movie, whatever, whenever that's able to win awards in like the North of the major North American awards, like the Emmys, the Oscars, whatever. I think mm-hmm. that's a big step forward because I think that Americans need more exposure to TV and movies that are made outside of the country. So ignore that it was that the, the Odin Kirk and Bateman snubs. I think it's healthy that uh, a foreign sure. TV but, show. But also that. though, and this is like to, to kind of go, it'd be one thing if this was a, a, a movie that was in, like, you know, uh, let's call it just like a uh, in, uh, uh, an independent movie that right, was, but it was like a Netflix, it was like a major it was a Netflix, Netflix movie. movie. So yeah, like yeah, it wasn't totally. really like this this like this international like you know sleeper, or was it like a mega mega production by the biggest streaming company in the world? You know? Well, I wouldn't like, say it was, a, but it does. I mean, anytime that there's something, it exposes you to cultures that you're not used to being exposed to. Different types of tell, like different sure. different types of TV, different types of acting performances. I don't know. I, it's, it's, I also think it was riding the wave of like Parasite and um, like the, the the last couple of years we've we've had a, a an influx of really really good international films. So I think that to I think uh, Squid Game kind of came around at the right time too for that. Yeah. Yep. I'm, possible. I don't know if it would have won you know five years ago. Uh, lead actress Zendaya. That's fine. I've I haven't seen Euphoria, but I know she's, it's really she's good in Euphoria. Um. That's one where I think Laura Linney should. Yeah, have. I thought I Zendaya is great, um, but the fact that she'd won last year, I was like, okay, she won. And this already. is like this her is career, where it's just a straight up popularity yeah, contest. Right, if she yeah. won last year. Her career is just starting to take off. Laura Linney's an established like Hollywood powerhouse, and I'd say never, Laura Linney carries Ozark more than Bateman does. Yes, and I agree, and. I, I I was most shocked by that one, but I didn't want to say that because I'd already been, you know, I'd already tweeted about how <laughs> yeah, somebody well, else yeah. shouldn't have won. Yeah, I'll just keep your fucking opinions to yourself, Higgins. Yeah. Um, uh, Matthew McFadden as Tom Wamskigans, whatever how you pronounce that from Succession. Um, good good role. Have you are you a Succession guy? Have you watched Succession? I saw. I watched the first season and I just didn't really. Li- I know I didn't really like it, and uh, I think I it's good. I went in with very low expectations because I thought it was kind of like a, like a meme show. Like it was like kind of dumb. It's but. Entourage, but for it's, it's when the Entourage, it's the fans of Entourage who grew up and now are like hedge fund bros. <laughs> There's you know? so many for this, for this category, supporting action and drama series, you have Billy Crudup who, who steals the, every scene he's in, in the morning show. Mm-hmm. You have um, John Turturro and Christopher Walken from severance who are both also scene stealers. I mean, there's a, this is one where I think, you know, I like Matthew McFadden's role and, and his performance. Uh, and it's one of the is better. He uncle, is he the cousin? No, no. He was, although Greg the Egg was also nominated, yeah. Nicholas Braun. No, he plays um, um, the husband of oh, Gibbs' husband. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy who the kind he's of. He's good, I guess. He's, he's fine. 
Um, so I think he, that's a pretty good one. Outstanding actress in a drama series, Ruth Langmore in Ozark. Well-deserved, I'd say. Yeah, well, um, uh, not her name, but. <laughs> oh yeah, Julia, sorry, Julia Garner <laughs> yeah. is her name. Ruth Langmore uh, is, is the character. The yeah. Character, yes. So well-deserved. Um, Coleman Domingo. Oh, oh, he, this guy's blowing up too. So do you watch Euphoria? Yes. So Coleman Domingo as Ali in in, a, in Euphoria, yep. one guest actor in a drama series. Yep. He's great. He's in um, Fear the Walking Dead. Did you did you watch that? I haven't watched that yet. Um, so he's like, he's really, really good in that show. And, and uh, I think he's blowing up as well. Um, some other great names in this one. Adrian Brody, James Cromwell. Oh, Tom Pelfrey, my boy from Ozark. He's another scene stealer as Ben. Who is now dating... Kaylee Cuoco. So oh, shout really? out to Well, he is an extremely yeah. good looking guy. See, I uh I I think his his handsomeness is unconventional. Like I don't think he's a conventionally handsome person. Well, he's tall I, and thin and he's got good hair. I mean, you know, he's he's a good looking guy. Okay. Um guest actress, another young lady from Squid Game. Um and then directing for a drama series Squid Game, the first episode which is like a, a it like sets this the first episode is the one that really like, you know, hooks you. Right. I mean, and that's, mm-hmm. I, I think that's actually well-deserved um, writing for a drama series succession. So, you know, you get it, you get it. We don't have to keep going through these, but you get a lot of the same ones. You it's get a lot of like everything, lot of like game. every award show, there's a few surprises to like, keep people, you know, keep people happy, but, but it's it all pretty goes, much what you expect. It just goes to the same, the same yep. shit every year. Totally. Totally. So I think severance should have won more, although I knew it wasn't going to, but severance was my uh, yeah. favorite show of the year. Better Call Saul um, should have won something. Better Call Saul should have won something, definitely. So there's definitely some some issues there. But I mean, all of this just speaks to award shows being kind of stupid. Yeah, but we love them. We love Can't. them. Gives us something to talk about. Yeah. Gives us a reason to wake up on Sundays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yep. <laughs> so, uh, yep. So good. Okay, another great episode. Uh, anything else you want to share before we before we call it here? Um, uh, No, I think I've uh, said it all. I left it all out there. You know. Left it all on the table. Very good. Um, so listen, if I don't talk to you, have a great time uh, at your work training. I hope you make some good friends and learn <laughs> yeah. some good stuff. I hope I do too. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing you the next week after that, which will be fun. Um, yep. And yeah, good episode. Thanks for hopping on. And yeah, uh, No problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. For those of you who are listening, still listening, thank you. Um, we will be coming back, uh, maybe not at the frequency that you're used to, but you're definitely going to hear more of us. So. <laughs> Which at that point, at this point, we don't even know what that frequency at this point, is. There's no, so. Yeah, at this point, it is yeah. like once a month. So, um, yeah, okay. So, uh, it, have any opinions about what Higgins has to say? Don't forget to sound off in yep. um, Twitter and uh, just make sure he knows. <laughs> how Please, you let, you know, don't hold back. and Just let them let me know how much it. I it's, suck. It's, it's building. It's like character yeah. building when you, when you sure. really criticize Higgins. Whatever um, anger I get from this, I take it out on the pickleball court. So exactly, please, which is I good. Need, Leverage need, yeah. that. Yeah, yes. exactly. So, 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 so give it to him. Feed him. Feed the beast, so to speak. Uh, cool. Okay, great job. Thanks for listening. Higgins, thank you for hopping on. We will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye.